Hi, and welcome to Movies with My Mother. I, of course, am Lexi. And I'm Mom Lori. And today we watched John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, yeah, we did. <laughs> From 1982. It was a rated R movie for obvious reasons. I saw no penises, god darn it. Oh, well. I'm going to watch an R-rated movie. I want to see something. Oh, okay. Well, oh, it was all that blood, wasn't it? We'll remember that for next time. <laughs> it was okay. an hour and 49 minutes long and obviously directed by John Carpenter. Lord, it was a long movie. It was a little long, but I think it needed to be that long. I think it needed to build Yep. that fear, that tension. Yes. That yes. mistrust. <laughs> yes. Um, it got an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes oh. and a 57 on Metascore oh. and an 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Not surprised at all. No. This is a movie that people that go to movies like to look at. Yeah. Yeah. And for the time, it was cutting edge effects. Yes. Um. And, you know, Kurt Russell was hot. And and this was coming out, this came out around uh, some real blockbusters. Um, It came out with uh, Blade Runner. Oh. And it came out on the heels of E.T. Oh. And that is why it suffered at the box office. Yes. Because the estimated budget was about $15 million. Well, uh, I'm not surprised. And all I could find was North American gross was $19.9 million. Like, I don't, I couldn't find, all I could see that said worldwide gross was this 19.9 figure. But oh. then somewhere else was like, this was only the North American t uh, totals. Right. So I don't know. And you know what? I didn't look at all at anything <laughs> about the movie this week. <laughs> Nothing. So I, I don't have anything to add. Okay. Uh, the basic plot is that a research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. Well, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty gross when it wasn't a, a shape-shifter, too. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Those effects were done by Rob Bottin. Um, he This was like his first big movie. And he got a little bit of help from Stan Winston, and Stan Winston refused um, screen credit because oh. he wanted he wanted Rob Bottin to really shine. Nice, and he did. Yeah, I mean, thinking back, that that would have been top notch special effects. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw a few movies in the eighties, but yeah, that would have been yeah crazy. Oh, yeah. The shape-shifting, the morphing. Yeah. Yeah. Those tentacles. Yeah. When that guy's head ran off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All that slime. Oh. That was the worst part. Like, could you imagine if that were a real body, the goddamn smell? Oh, no. Oh, I can't my even imagine. God. Uh, yeah. Oh. Ooh, and what about when that guy's chest opens up? Oh. 
That scared the do out of me. <laughs> and it clamped down on that guy's arms. Oh. oh my. Now, this, of course, is a Justin movie. Yes. And I know he kind of struck out last week with Men at Work. But how do you how do you feel he did on this one? Wow. Although it's not at all my kind of movie, it was really good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I'm glad I think you like so. it. I think so. I mean, everything everything that I thought it would be, it was. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I thought it would be bloody and gory and is bloody and gory. Yeah. But I don't think it was uh, gratuitous. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Uh-uh, no. Far, far from that. It was, that's, if if the thing was after us, that's exactly what it would look like. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cool when they go to the Norwegian camp and the, the dead guy is like, and the dead guy that had sliced his arms and his throat up um, and the blood was just like frozen. Icicles, oh, that was, The blood yeah. sickles. Ooh. Yeah. I wonder why the thing didn't eat him. Or not eat. I guess eat is the wrong word. Digest. Uh, maybe he was dead first. Oh, maybe he killed himself preemptively. Okay, because that, that that would make sense. I I can't, I can't take over a non living organism. Right. Correct. I need a host. Right, and that's what exactly what it was. It always needed a host. That was. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes all kinds of sense. Yeah. Now that I made myself sound stupid. Oh, not at all. <laughs> this movie lends itself to a little bit of ambiguity. Uh-huh. You know, the way it ends. The Just, you know, that. Oh. Are, are you? Am I? Right. You definitely aren't. That means that I'm not. But are are are, are we? Yeah. Yeah. I did, didn't like the end. I love the ending. You, you know me. I like endings. This was not an ending. It was, I don't know. This was like a waypoint. Yeah. But you know what's going to happen? They're going to freeze to death. Well, one of them's going to freeze well, to death. Well, uh, correct. And the other one is going to go into hibernation like it, it had been before the Norwegians dug it up. Right. So, ooh, that that was, I, I yeah. But was it Mac or was it Childs? And does the and <laughs> now I know I know that I I told you to pay real close attention, and I know that it I know that like theories on the internet, and and Justin even said he's just like watch watch the the fog around Mac McCready's mouth. And watch the fog around Childs. Now, it came and went on Childs. Oh. Did you notice that? I did not. Yes. Like, it it was there when he first walked up to McCready at the very end. There uh-huh. was the fog out of his mouth. And then when he was talking and you could see the icicles in his little mustache, mm-hmm. there was no breath fog. Mm. And then... Like the very last line he says, there's breath fog. So is that, was that just an, you know, a missed 
you know, like a, mm, was that a MacGuffin? Or was that just a, you know, a missed, a missed frick of the, of the editing? I don't know. I don't know either. Was he the thing? We don't know. Nope. We don't know. But I have, I have heard that like hypothermia, if you have to die abnormally, you know, like not in your sleep, like hypothermia is one of the best ways to go because it's really peaceful. Right. It just slows your heart down. And you just kind of fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't sound exciting to me. Well, (laughs) Well, I mean, I would prefer my heart to keep beating regularly, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, getting back on track, the cast, all-star cast. Yes. Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley, Mm -hmm. Keith David, Mm -hmm. Richard Masser, T.K. Carter, David Clement, David Clennon, Richard Dysart, Charles Hallahan, Peter Maloney, Donald Moffat, Joel Paulus, and Thomas G. Waits are the main characters. Yep. All all seasoned seasoned actors. Yeah. And uh, this is a two in a row for Keith David for us. Yes. Keith David double shot. Okay. <laughs> he is a good looking man. So he is, and he's still a good looking man. He was on the last season of Community, which by far was not the best season of Community. Yeah. But he had a, he was just a little character that was in their crazy group. And, you know, as a 60-year-old man, he looked great. He had some salt and pepper in his hair, but you couldn't tell by his face that he was a 60-year-old man. Okay. Uh, well, no. And we looked it up. T.K. Carter and Keith David are the, are the same age. They were born the same year. And it's crazy to me that T.K. Carter... Just looked so much younger. He had that that baby face next to Keith David's man face. Yes. Yes. But, you know, people are like that. They have those faces. It's not fair. No. And why do men always age so much better than women? Because they're both the same age as me, and I look like a man, too. Yeah. I'm aging like a banana. Getting all the brown spots on you? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm just going to be black mush in a minute. I know. Well, get mine behind me. Because you come by it honestly. Yeah. Kurt Russell is a 75-year-old man. He looks fabulous. He still does look pretty and good. He's, he still does great movies. Okay. I I agree with you then. Okay. Because he was sure pretty in this movie. Oh, my God. He's hot in this movie. That hair. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, don't you want to run your fingers through Absolutely. it? That's exactly what I was just going to say. <laughs> do you want to go into your stuff, or do you want me to do a little bit of trivia? We can do some trivia, because like I said, I have nothing about the movie. Okay. Nothing at all. The only thing I have about the movie is the stuff I have about um, uh, Carrot of the Gods. Okay. So, you know, that's the only thing I have that's related to the movie. Okay, this movie was based on a 1938 novella called Who Goes There? 
by um, John W. Campbell using the pseudonym Don A. Stewart. Oh. And it's an adaptation of a 1951 film called The Thing from Another World. And the joke is from The Thing from Another World is that they're just opening doors. And it sounds like when you're cracking open a can of soda, that yeah. sound mm -hmm. like they're they're opening doors like that. And that's just that they're constantly going through doors. Why? I don't know. Okay, that's not the question. The right question, is it? I, I don't know. You got to do something to be dramatic, I guess. And opening and closing a door is pretty dramatic. I mm -hmm. guess. All right. Sure. Yeah. There was a prequel done in 2011. Mm -hmm. I believe it was also called The Thing. And I have heard very good things about it. As have I. Um. But I've never seen it, so I'm going to have to sit down and watch it one day. Absolutely. If we ever do prequels, we'll do uh, we'll do that. Okay. We'll do it for this. Sure. I don't know. Do you think we can do anything from 2011? It's pretty young. I mean, they're making cult movies every day, so why no? Why not? Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Look at the sharks over there circling. Oh, why? Oh. Sister left her food unattended. I don't know if she didn't like it or if she was just upset because Grandma's here walking around. Oh. But the vultures have swooped in to eat her food. Yep. And, and Jelly Bean got there first. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly usually gets really late to the party, so oh. for him. Well, he's first today. Yeah. And I'm sorry you're sitting in the dark. Those, those lights have just been going in on and off. It's all right. I can still see my notes. When little Tallulah is up on the the top. Looking. Yeah. Jelly was up there this morning. I tried to give him cookies before I left. And he was up there. And I was like, Jelly, cookies. And he wouldn't He wouldn't acknowledge me because there were three birds on the, oh, you, on you, the windowsill. You were outside. way down the list. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I get that. All right. Well, what, what I got? What I got? I got, sure. there's lots of uh, research stations on uh, Antarctica. Okay. U.S. has three stations. McMurdo, they were calling to McMurdo. That's like the main one, I guess. Okay. Because whenever you hear anything about anything, it's from McMurdo. Um, Amundsen? Is that what we decided? A Munson Scott South Pole Station and Palmer Station. Okay. Those are the um the three US stations. There are um more than seventy permanent stations on the continent. That's a continent. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in addition to the US stations, there there are seventy permanent stations. Holy which cats. that just blows my mind. You know, that's that's a lot. Yeah, but you got to think, you know, on on this continent, how many how many little little permanent places are there on this? You know, there's a million houses in this town. Right. Then right. Think about that. Right. And they're from 29 countries. OK. Most of them, you know, well, all of them are research stations. Uh, there ha there are other stations there. 
that have in the past been abandoned. Okay. Or, you know, only used in the summer. People, the touristy people go there, apparently. Oh, my God. And visit. Why? I, you, I, I don't know, because the average temperature there is minus 10 degrees Celsius. 10 degrees Celsius. And I tried to figure it out in my tiny little brain, and, and I, I, I think zero, zero Celsius is 32 Fahrenheit. So what would minus 10 from 32, I, I couldn't figure it out, so I quit thinking about it. But the only thing I knew it was cold. Minus 10 degrees Celsius is 14 degrees Fahrenheit. Holy cow. Which we that, we dealt with. We dealt last with that week. this week, yes. And that, that was a nice day. Yeah. That, <laughs> you know, and that's an average, Oof. you know, over time. Um, they have wind all the time up to 70 miles an hour. I read that somewhere. Yeah. Oh. Let's see. It's thought that Polynesians landed there in 600s. They, so they were the first people there. American John Davis claimed to be the first American there in 1821. Okay. Eleven children have been born on Antarctica. Wow. I was surprised at that. Now, how do they? How do they record that? Are they like, do they do that like military-based births? Oh, golly. I didn't look into that, but I would think so because those are you, you know, it would be a U.S. station or a Finland station or, you know, Sweden or Russia. Okay. You know, I would think that that's how they would would consider just like every other military-based birth. I would think so, yes. Okay. Since the treaty in 1961, there is no military action on the continent. Oh. Everyone has agreed to that. That's why it's all strictly... um, Research. Research. Oh. And the Air Force, of course, does run... I think the Air Force runs McMurdo, because that's where most of all of the... um, supply stuff comes in and out from okay and i only i've only heard that i you know it didn't really say anything about that um but you know if you hear somebody flying a supply mission it's from mcmurdo okay so you know um in 1950 from 1955 to 1958 there was an that crossed the continent overland. Oh, okay. Which I, I can't even imagine how those people managed it. You know, with those winds and, you know, oof. minus 60 degrees Celsius. and oof. You know, crazy. The weather conditions mandate special flight equipment and training. I would imagine to, so. To fly around there. Imagine the, I mean, just the wind in this movie. Right. Could you imagine trying to put a helicopter up in that wind? No. No. And and then, you know, there's big supply planes flying oh. around there, too. And, you know, well, you'd have to have specialized survival everything on there, on 
on board if you know just in case so yeah i th- i thought it was crazy yeah when i was reading that kind of stuff i thought oh my gosh let's see in 2023, scientists found that hills and the hills and valleys under the ice um, were carved by ancient rivers over millions of years. Okay. So that's how some of the underneath stuff gets. You know, we, we hear a lot about UFOs living under there. They're living in the caverns underneath the the ice. Well, there's a reason there's caverns under the ice. Oh, sure. At some point in in its lifespan, that was um, tropical. Probably because didn't I see recently on something that there was a map from ancient times that depicted Iceland without ice or or Antarctica without without ice? I'll cut that I, out. Yeah. yeah blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but the warming waters yeah. are melting the ice at an astonishing rate. Yeah. So. But um, global warming is a myth. That is true. That is true. We can't talk about it because nope. it's a myth. Mm-mm, no. They do have tourism there. Which is crazy to me. I don't like being cold. What are these these people like, have more money than cents? Yes, because it costs between $5,000 and $15,000 to get to there. Per person? Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. That's what I thought. Okay, first off, it's cold in Ohio, and I don't have to pay to get here. Uh. And, you know, and... That that bring you know that's another thing we just um we're in the anniversary of of the blizzard of seventy eight yeah so a lot of people will remember that and during that blizzard we got thirteen and a half inches of snow in one day holy cow it started as rain in the in the morning drive time uh huh what we would know as drive time now. And by six o'clock in the evening, the temperature had dropped 30 degrees. Holy shit. And it was full on snow, 70 mile an hour winds. Crazy. Turnpike was closed from end to end in Ohio. The turnpike was closed. I thought the toll road is always open. Gotta make that money. They were closed for three days. Holy shit. 75 was closed for three days from Toledo to down below Finley. Well, down below, that's only an hour away. That's not very, that's not that much of a, that's only about 65 miles. I don't know. I don't, re- I don't remember that the, the highway was closed that long. I remember a lot of it. 475 was closed for six days. Oh, but that's because that's all down in a deep hole. That's in a valley. Yeah. yeah they had to dig out and uh, 51 people uh, lost their lives. Jesus. Millions in damages. Ooh. The governor was James Rhodes at the time. He had asked Jimmy Carter to designate this area as a disaster area. But he, Carter refused and only um, 
designated it an emergency. Okay. So um, Rhodes went ahead and dis- dis- called it a disaster area, called out the National Guard. Oh, God. And uh, because people were in their homes without electricity or water. Yeah. You know, or heat. You know, if, if you don't have electricity, most people don't have heat. So, and that's how, um, I, I don't know, like 13, 14 people died in their homes without heat. Oh, my God. Uh, we lived over behind the Franklin Park Mall where Dave and Buster's is. Uh-huh. We lived in those apartments. And we when we opened our patio doors, we had a, a beautiful snow field out ahead of the out ahead of us, and we were on the second floor. It was snow up to our balcony. Oh, my God. The people that were under us could only see snow. Could you even imagine? The fire department did, in the end, have to come and open the doors because they had all frozen shut in our building. And I have pictures of uh, me standing beside a lump of snow that was my car. I'm standing there with my hand on this lump of snow, and it is my car under a snowdrift. Oh my god! So yeah, it was it was pretty rough. So I mean, this is this is the perfect day for uh, you know that we've had the perfect week for the lead up to the blizzard of '78. Yeah, it's I did read something um, further down on the page that said. Today, that would be known as a bomb cyclone. We've all heard of bomb cyclones. Bomb cyclones. Yeah. yeah. So that's what that would have been considered in, in that day. So, yeah. Perfect, perfect time for the movie with 60 mile an hour winds, 70 mile an hour winds. Yeah. And below freezing <laughs> ice, ice up the Yahoo. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it was, yeah, that was rough, and this last week was rough. Although, you know, back in, in 78, everything closed down. People didn't drive four-wheel drives like they do today. Oh, yeah. Everybody and their brother doesn't have a four-wheel drive. We all drove cars. We had yeah. cars. Yeah, just a car. Even our little pickup trucks were car trucks, you know. Um, So everything was closed down for at least three days oh my god so yeah so craziness craziness all right back to well winter conditions yeah what else oh eric von danigan and chariots of the gods yeah that guy he he was talking aliens are fine you know they're falling from the sky all over the place yes um and that you know you know you know that my favorite TV show is Ancient Aliens, and that my favorite TV guy is is uh, Giorgio Suclos. So, you know, what can I say? I believe it all. <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as you can reconcile in your mind that the browner the people get, the more alien intervention there is, according to the alien ancient astronaut theory. Yes, yes. Which is also known as racism. Well, that that is true. <laughs> that although you know, I fit into that um, that alien species. I have hazel eyes. That's one of the things that a lot of people that have um, 
been abducted and and have these babies, these these star children. <laughs> really? Hazel eyes is, is the thing. My ex-husband had hazel eyes. They were the green hazel. My best friend, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Uh, her eyes are the brown hazel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, RH factor, the RH negative, is is thought to be, um, those people are thought to be real close to ancient aliens. Really? Yep. That, you know, and, and a lot of those people are from the Middle East. You know, that that is very, that is very popular there. So, you know, Eric Van Donegan was the first one to write about it. Well, kind of. That's what he says. And his book is called Chariots of the Gods. Yes, it really is. Yeah. He did really write that book in um, 1964. He's written many others after that. Um, ancient astronaut theory is, is kind of what the whole basis of that is. Not that he doesn't believe in God, because he grew up in the uh, Jesuit schools, Catholic schools. Went there all, you know, until he was a teenager. Um, but a lot of what he says is in addition to. Yeah. And they, if, if you're a, a fan of ancient aliens, they've showed pictures of stained glass windows where there appears to be a um a spaceship or something a, a saucer a UFO a UFO in 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 pictures so that's an interesting thing um when when did the navy release that unidentified flying objects are are real oh. phenomena that, that oh, they do those re the, those most current pictures that we have seen. Yeah, what was that? Most 20... of that was from 2012. Okay. Um, it was an NBC news program that um that seemed to uh be no, that wouldn't have been 2012. This I was feel like it was a lot more recent than that. Yeah, that they released that report. Yeah. Oh, do I do I have anything on that report? I don't. I just have about military sightings. Let's see. Most of this stuff I have here is about sightings over Antarctica. Okay. But yeah, that one um and that that footage that they produced out of those planes, those uh Guts and things, mm -hmm. they've all been proven that they are true. They're not any they're not doctored photos. They're not any kind of doctored photos. You know, that does seem like it was just recently, doesn't it? In the last two or three years? Yes. Yes. I f there, there was a meme about that um, where Dr. Evil says, you know, you know, do you know? Do this, and then Frau Farbisna, his his right hand man, would scream, uh, you know, bring in this, bring in that, to appease Doctor Evil. Yeah, and uh, it said, it said, it's got Doctor Evil, and he's just like, well, they glossed over aliens in whatever in two thousand whatever, and so Frau Farbisna is screaming, uh, release who killed Tupac. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's very funny to me. You know, there are lots of um there's lots of TV shows talk about aliens. Oh yeah. Um the first the first uh UFO project that the government had was Project Blue Book in 1968. Not really. Because they had the Majestic 12 in 1947 by President Truman put together to investigate possible alien spaceships. Okay. So, you know, what do you know? The government maybe is keeping us ignorant about stuff. Well, I don't know. I think some stuff is for our own good. Yeah. I mean. We're already crazy enough. Why, do we really need to have spaceships and stuff? Do we need full transparency? Yeah, right. No. <laughs> right. Because we already don't know what to do with the information we're given now. Right. Boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of um, private platforms that um, that have been together to collect alien sightings. MUFONT is still a popular uh, thing. There's um, SETI. SETI. We had, when I was with my ex-husband, his dad had put SETI on all the computers that were in the family. His computer, brother's computer, our computers. Just in case. Yeah, just to Imagine Lab. I, mean, I I don't I don't know exactly what that was, but yeah. you know we've we've lived with the the knowledge that people are coming and going through alien abduction since Betty and Barney in nineteen when when were they abducted in the sixties and then they talked about it. Yeah, Betty and Barney Hill. Yep. So, um, you know, is it true or isn't it true? Uh-huh. Fun fact. Yeah. Interracial couple. They were. At a time when that wasn't a thing. That was not a thing. That was not. Yeah. But they they went through all sorts of um, testing. They were um, examined individually so that they couldn't feed off of each other. They were went through hypnosis. Um, and no one could find that there was a... Deceit? Deceit in anything that either one of them said. Huh. So, you know, think about it. I don't know, though. I, I think you can train your, I think you can train your body. I think you can train your mind to elicit some response, no response. I, I think, I think that you, I think that people can have that ability. What to to have this sight, this forethought? No, to to be able to to pass a test like that. How many people do you know that oh, are yeah. that are just bald faced liars? And, oh, and yeah. you know that they are, but they they could well, pa- they could pass a. It's because it's because they test. Believe, they believe their own lies. Yeah, you know, and it, and that's what it is: the conviction that you're right and everybody else is wrong. And I think a lot of people are capable of that. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a definitive test. 
I, because I think you can mentally train for, for a barrage of testing like that. Okay. How about hypnosis? That's if you believe whether or not hypnosis is real. I have been hypnotized and I, you know, I'm still skeptical. Okay. About, you know, the underlying effects of hypnosis. All right. I I personally use self-hypnosis to manage my pain. Okay. And so I I am a believer in it. But it's my own mind controlling things. Right. It's me controlling my mind to control my pain. Right. So. Which it, your pain is probably controlled by your mind, too. So is it true? I don't know. Am Am I in pain or am I not in pain? Well, I don't know. Well, plenty of doctors says I'm crazy, so, <laughs> you know, it's all in your mind. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Yep. Here's here's your thousand dollars to go away from me. Yes, is that rash on my forehead? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same rash I have. Yeah. That everybody can see. Right. Right. <laughs> everybody but you because... You're too busy looking at the your computer and your tests. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Okay. Move on. How did we? How did we get? We have. There? We always have to go back to being an anomaly. Okay. Yeah. Oh yes. But I think that that really just ties into this whole movie because they do those blood tests that that unofficial blood testing to see who is the anomaly. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool. That was, but I wouldn't be letting anybody cut my finger. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. If you're going to cut my, if you're going to cut anything, like, cut the top of my hand. Yeah. No. Make it a straight, not a curved cut Ooh. on my thumb. That was about the worst part of the movie. But that was, <laughs> that was at least an inch and a half long. Oh, yeah. You don't need that kind of cut for no. that kind of testing. No, no, no. Absolutely not. And then, um, do you think... You know, now that we're talking about it, now that I'm really, really thinking about it, don't don't you think that they could have used any bodily fluid? Yes. So they could have peed in a cup and got the same re- result, maybe? Or, or saliva? No, I don't think so. I don't, because, you know... The host has to change your, like, DNA? Blood is, blood is alive. I don't know so much that... Any other bodily fluid is alive in us. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't know what I'm saying, but I, I, you know. I feel like it makes sense, though. Yes, I do. I feel like it makes sense that they use the blood, yes. Okay. But I think they could have got it in a much easier manner. I would think that everybody that goes to something like that would have basic medical skills well you could you could see that that some of them did yeah and be able to like draw blood or at the very least syringes why couldn't they just do that well i mean you just don't stick your the syringe in anywhere and draw blood but i don't know i thought maybe let's face it the cutting was much more dramatic than anybody drawing Pint of blood. Absolutely. But I mean, but if somebody had some medical skill, you'd think that phlebotomy is, is like a basic medical skill. Right. That somebody in that room would have had. 
I'm I'm thinking that or maybe maybe one of the people that was tied up was was could have been the phlebotomist. I don't know. Okay. You know, maybe the guy that got shot between the eyes, maybe he would would have been able to do it. <laughs> I think he was just there to wrangle the dogs. I think so, and that's I think that's why they probably thought he was one of the things because I don't think he was. No. But I I think that that's probably why they thought he was, because he was with the dogs all that time. Right. And that dog did seem to gravitate towards him. Yes. Um, But speaking of that test, as soon as they figured out that Palmer was, was a thing, you would think that every one of the... Palmer, because Palmer, like, explodes and he eats windows, like... You would think that those those last remaining um, petri dishes would have been contaminated. Oh yeah, sure. You know, with all that blood, blood and spewing everywhere, blood and slime. Yeah, slime. Yeah. Huh. I mean, you would we're, think we're not supposed to think like that. Oh, okay. We're supposed to think everything's all, all good and good. <laughs> um, this is, uh, I already mentioned this is a Justin favorite. Uh, I have bought him a couple different thing-related um, gifts in, in our time together. And one of them, because Justin has an affinity for VHS too, it, it's a, a lighted-up VHS cassette that has the thing label and it's got blue lights in the, you know, in the window where you're supposed to see the tape. I remember that. Yeah. It's the thing. Yeah. I also have one for clue. Oh, cool. <laughs> I do remember that. You can buy like those, um, those Petri slides. Oh, really? Yeah. You can buy like, you know, commemorative like Petri dishes with everybody's names on it. Ooh. I mean, it looks cool as hell. Does it have blood in it? Well, That'd I mean, be even cooler. To. That'd be even cooler. It's got red goo in it. Yeah. Yeah. Blood. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That would be cool. I, I liked the movie. It was, I had my hands in front of my face. <laughs> but it was, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. It was, it was a slow enough burn to, to be worth it. Yes. I wouldn't want to see it again, though. It's not one of, this isn't one on my list of I'd like to revisit it. Absolutely not. I think the only reason for you to revisit it would be for you to to rewatch to see if you missed anything. Yes. Oh, and I know I missed stuff because. Yeah. I didn't, there was a couple of things. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. When Wilford Brimley reappears at the end, you were like, who's that? Yeah. I never saw that coming. (laughs) I knew he was missing, Mm -hmm. but I didn't, didn't see it as a, no, you're right. (laughs) That would be the only reason for you to watch it No, I'd have my, my hands over my eyes again. I'd still miss it. Yeah. And since we do a theme meal with with our movies, we didn't really have much to work with in this one. Right. You know, Knowles was obviously the 
the base cook. Uh-huh. Uh, he wanted his kitchen germ-free. Right. Um, and, and you really only see, like, Wilford Brimley eating out of a can once. And they do... They One of the characters does make mention that if... If we're all suspects, we should all be making our own food and we should all be eating out of cans. No, organisms. He was talking about organisms floating yeah. around. Yeah. 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 So since we didn't really have a lot to go on and we've done beef stew to death, so we couldn't do canned beef stew, uh, we had what we like to call camp dinners, mm. which is just vegetables and meat, you know, cooked together. You, we used to do it in our own individual packet. You put what you want in there, and you you season it the way you want it seasoned, and then we threw it in the grill for a while, and it came out delicious. Yeah, but now since I make it for more than just you know me, uh, I put it in a in a nine by thirteen, which is exactly the same. Yeah, and just you know, a big batch. We got that from Girl Scout camp. You yeah. know, you'd make your own meal and put it in the fire. And then you'd get it out and you'd eat. You know, that's how it came about. And then we we would make the foil packs and put them in the oven separately. But why do that when you can put it in a 9 by 13 and it tastes just the same? Yeah. Yep. Justin and I used to use, um when we did them separately before, we would use um 8-inch eight eight cake pans. Nice. And it did, you know, the same job. Absolutely. Why didn't we ever think of that? We've been making those for years. I know. <laughs> In foil. Yeah. Folding folding foil edges and ceiling edges. And I think you have to use like that real heavy duty aluminum foil. And who has that on hand? Oh, that's the foil I use. I I always have that heavy duty stuff. Oh, yeah. We just usually have regular foil. Foil, yeah, okay. right. But nothing wrong with a nine by thirteen pan. Uh. I thought it tasted delicious. It did taste delicious. The vegetables weren't cooked right, and the meat didn't cook through all the way. But I thought my meat was fine. It was medium rare. I loved it. It was a pedestrian effort on my part. I'm sorry. In I, my defense, I did wake up wide awake at one thirty this morning. Oh my good Jesus! So Christ. I have been alive. Oh. And a human being since one thirty this morning. It is now four thirty-seven p.m. Right, we're and this is a midnight movie. We probably didn't mention that nope, yet. It this is a midnight movie. A midnight movie. So yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Sleeping's been tough around here. Yeah. Sleeping's been tough at my house too, which is crazy because I take a lot of sleeping medication, knockout pills. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up yesterday. I I went. I cooked dinner and it, it didn't sit right with me. So I went to bed at like three thirty yesterday. Oh. I was just first of all, I was tired and I my tummy hurt. And I was like, I am going to go sleep through whatever this is going to turn into. I'm going to try and outrun food poisoning. Yes. I don't know what the fuck I did. Poisoned yourself. Oh, doesn't seem fine though. Okay. Um, but I woke up wide awake at 5:23 p.m. Oh. And I I looked at my phone it said 5:23. I could hear Justin walk, moving around the house, knocking shit over, moving <laughs> just moving step 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 step, knocking shit over. And 
I, I could see outside my, my window that it was lighter. It wasn't dark, dark, but it, it wasn't full. It sun hadn't fully gone down yet. Yeah. So like, I don't know where in my brain I thought that that was five 30 in the morning. Right. But I was just like, God damn it, Justin, what are you doing? You got to get to work. And he's just sitting on the couch eating his dinner, like going, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, it's 530. And he's just like, why aren't you at work? He's just like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm eating dinner. Dinner? What? And I, it took me it took me forever to figure out that, oh, it, he hasn't come to bed yet because he hasn't come to bed yet. That's that, he didn't fall asleep on the couch all night. He just hadn't come to bed yet. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. I've called work and said, I'm on my way. I don't know what happened. Fell asleep. Um, it's it's the evening. It's the evening. You don't have to be here. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> at least it was just Justin. It wasn't, you know, some random person at work. Yeah. But you're calling, telling him that you're late. Cause Sorry. Because Justin has already taken a sick day this month. And I'm just like, you can't. What are you doing? You can't take any more sick days this month. What is wrong with you? It's only January. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's just like, I'm trying to eat dinner. Crazy. Can you go away from me now? Then did it the hit you like, oh. Like, as I was turning to go back to bed, I was just like, oh, that's why it's so light outside. Because it's it's PM. not It's not nighttime yet, even. Yes, now that the sun doesn't go down at 4 o'clock in the evening, you know, we're all confused when it doesn't go down at 5. Right. Or 6. Yeah. <laughs> we're all confused. It's supposed to be dark now such things oh my god if it had been full dark I, I don't know what i would have done you would have jumped up and you would have been running running around waving your arms is what you would have been doing god. yeah he would have been he would have been angry with me get to work wait for work oh no i knew that i knew that it was it was the weekend oh, i knew okay. for me but i know that justin works on saturdays what are you doing this isn't leisure time. Have a snack. This is get your ass out the door. Oh my god! Well, he's he's become used to living with a crazy person. Yeah, and then he's become used to having me come over as a crazy person. <laughs> Bless his heart. I don't. I don't know. I I don't know what to you do. You don't for know him. why we're so crazy. It just happens. Now, we didn't talk a lot about John Carpenter this round. No. Nope. We have not barely mentioned him at all because no. we've talked about John Carpenter to death. Yeah. He is a cult classic guy, and we're probably going to watch more of his movies. Probably. I mean, it's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. But um, the little bit of trivia I wrote down about him was that... Uh, he said that out of all of his films, that this is his personal favorite. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know. I I can see why. This is a very um, uh, focused movie. Uh-huh. This is uh, one thing. <laughs> one thing. 
you know, it's it's like his other movies. It's life and this and that. Mm-hmm. This is all about surviving. Yeah. So, yeah. We mentioned Rob Bottin. Rob Bottin was only 22 when he started the makeup effects for this movie. Oh, my goodness. And at one point, he was like basically living in the studio making these effects and he was hospitalized for exhaustion oh my gosh yeah wow that's one way to learn your craft but robotine has gone on to do makeup effects in robocop and total recall and there were a bunch of other movies that were in his imdb that i was just like holy shit i've seen those i know those movies oh my gosh let me see if I can go back to him. That's amazing. The movie and- Seven with uh, Brad Pitt. He did makeup uh, on Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh. The Charlie's Angels movie with Drew Barrymore. Uh-huh. Fight Club. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. The very first Mission Impossible movie. The Witches of Eastwick. Wow. Twilight Zone, the movie. The Howling. He did work on Airplane. Oh my gosh. Uh, another movie, uh, John Carpenter movie, The Fog. Yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff. Wow. You know, and to just, you know, be cutting your teeth. Learning your craft there. Yeah. On the job training. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. Because Dan Winston did do a little bit of the work, but he really wanted. Rob Oteen to have all the credits to, to help him get ahead. Um, so Stan Winston got a, a special thanks. You saw it in the, in yes. the credits. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I thought that was really cool because Stan Winston is one of the top names in makeup uh, effects. Wow. That's amazing. It's a, you know, that to see and I, I him to sit back now and think what he did then 40 years ago what a difference right um you know in the beginning when the norwegians get to the u.s station and the norwegian guy is out of the helicopter and he's yelling the dog is in that guy's arms and he's yelling before he like yes he was yes did they shoot him they did shoot him, yes. Yeah. But not until after he shot at the dog in the guy's arms, shot the guy in the leg, and then he went running after the dog and they shot him. Yeah. Well, when, what he was what he was yelling at the Americans roughly translates to get the hell out of there. That's not a dog. It's some sort of thing. It's imitating a dog. It isn't real. Get away, you idiots. <laughs> Well, uh, unfortunately, they did not know Norwegian. No. So they did not know that that that's what he was saying. (laughs) So, me bad. Yeah. No, the guy shot him from the window inside. You're right. After he shot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, This... uh... A viewing of this movie has been a tradition of the British Antarctic Research Station. Um, and it's a 
it's part of their midwinter festival that is held every June 21st. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, that'd be the middle of winter there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's cool. Um, Unused music composed for this film was later used by Ennio Morricone, the guy that did the music, uh-huh. for Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. Oh. Uh, ironically, Morricone's Morricone? I don't know. Uh, his thing score was nominated for a Razzie for Worst Film Score. Oh. And he won an Oscar for The Hateful Eight score. He got a, he was, for the same score, he was. No, well, unused music was was used in The Hateful Eight. So, yeah, I guess parts of it would be stuff that was written for the thing. Amazing. Uh, Kurt Russell was the star of The Hateful Eight. Really? Yeah. Looks great. As As an older man? Looks great. Okay. Uh, and, and speaking of there being a score by Ennio Morricone, Morricone, uh, John Carpenter, this is the first film of his that he didn't do his own score. Oh. And his first choice was Gear, uh, Jerry Goldsmith, who passed. On, because on the he's project. worked with Goldsmith before. I recognize that name. Yeah, I think that Jerry Goldsmith also did the mu- the music for Psycho 2. I think. I feel like we talked about him in that episode. Could be. And the be. the music for Psycho 2 wasn't used in Psycho 2. It was used in Twilight Zone, the movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because that is a familiar name to me. Um, What else do I got here? The dog that was roaming around the American base was a half wolf, half Malamute named Jed. Uh-huh. But Jed was not the dog that was running in the beginning. Oh, okay. Just the close-up. He just did the close-up work? Yeah. They said that Jed was, he was great. He didn't, you know, he he looked where he needed to look. He wasn't looking at, like, the camera riggers and stuff like that. Right. So they were like, this is, like, the best dog actor that's ever lived, ever in the world. <laughs> I'm okay with that. He was pretty pretty. Yeah, beautiful dog. Yeah. Um, the female voice on McCready's computer was an uncredited voiceover by John Carpenter's then-wife, Adrienne Barbeau. Nice. We've talked about her, too. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about his glorious hair. Did we mention that it took him a year to grow the hair and the beard? No, you you told me that while the movie was on, when I mentioned the hair. But his hair was pretty damn glorious. I'm not a beard person. But I understand why all those people had beards. I think I would want to grow a beard if I lived in that kind of oh, elements. 100%. <laughs> Though it is one of those things where because it's so close to your nose and your mouth, you think it would be moist a lot. Oh, it would be, yes. More often. That's than... why you always see like skiers and cross-country men with icicles, icicles all around there. And you notice that mouths. they all had, you know icicles in their beards even childs with his his very slight mustache at the end had icicles in his uh-huh. mustache yes that happens when wind wind is cold 
Um, yes, it was pretty damn glorious. Yeah. The final confrontation with the thing required the assistance of 50 technicians. Oh, my God. To get that Florida to wave like that, to get those tentacles just flopping out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. And we wonder why movies cost so much. Because <laughs> they have to pay 50 people to move one thing. Wow. That's amazing. They did save money on the sets, though. Yeah, that that was nothing. The the shots of the charred Norwegian station were shot after they had destroyed the American station, <laughs> and they, they just used, down their own. They just used footage of the American station as the Norwegian station. That's interesting. Well, sure, absolutely. That's the magic of movies. Yeah. And um, it was the film was originally banned in Finland when it was released. Why? Probably the violence, the the the, oh. gore, the horror violence, right? And and they let's face it, they killed all the other people. Well, and I I don't know, and I I know that different countries, especially in the eighties, had you know vastly differing opinions on what was what was filth and what was not. Like um, right. Britain had the video nasties. Like, they still have that list. Okay. Of stuff that, you know, they don't, they don't want that built shown over. And usually that's, that's stuff that is highly gory, very bloody, you know, just nasty movies. Um, You know, a movie like uh, Driller Killer. Think about it. You know, of course. Or something like that. Of course, something like that would be gross and bloody and violent. Okay. Um, what's another video nasty? Oh, Cannibal Holocaust, of course, was a video nasty. Um, because the violence against the animals in that movie, where it was real, but the vi the the violence perpetrated upon the people was all make believe. But in that time, in that real time space. Um, people didn't know that Cannibal Holocaust was just a movie. Oh, okay. They had, they had, you know, called it a documentary. They said it was a documentary team. They said that, you know, these weren't actors. When when the movie was done, the actors had to lay low in order to to keep up the the myth that oh that they had been cannibalized or something. Yeah, in the Amazon okay. jungle. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, you know, movies like that were were banned in other countries um for those specific reasons. And I I can understand that that at the time the the horror, the fantasy violence in this movie would be shocking. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're looking back at it 40 years ago and I thought it was shocking. <laughs> You're right. You know, so, yeah, absolutely. And the last little bit of trivia that I wrote down, there was so much trivia for this movie that I my hand started to hurt, and I was just like, I'm done writing. <laughs> okay. In 1982, Fangoria Magazine had a contest where people were asked to draw what they thought the thing would look like. Oh, my. To see if anybody could guess what it would what it would be okay and the winner would 
dedicated trip to Universal Studios. All right. Which I didn't know. I didn't know that was such a you know big thing in the eighties. I remember hearing about it in the nineties when it became like a like a theme park. Like, has it always been like a theme park? Yeah, it's always been a theme park. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what it was built for. So yeah. Oh, how cool! Yeah. What else do you got? Well, we've got a few deaths that we should recognize oh, this okay. month. Um, Melanie Singer. Yeah. She wrote the brand new key. She uh, sang the brand new key. I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. Yeah. You've yeah. got a brand new key. Right. I knew you'd knew, recognize that name. Um, John, uh, Charles Osgood. That's a name yeah, that I recognize. That, um, you know, I trade news. You know, in the morning oh, with yes, my friend. Do. Yes, you do. Newsman, John Osgood. Charles Osgood. Charles Osgood. And I, I, I was like, oh, this guy died. And I remember watching him on the news because my mom always had news on. I, oh, I remember the, the CBS morning news people. Paul yep. Zahn. Yeah. Uh, the bald guy, Harry Smith. Yes. Yeah. And Charles Osgood was part of that group. I remember watching them. Yeah. And she, it took her a minute, and then she saw a picture. She's like, oh, yeah, oh, I know, that, I know guy. that guy. Yeah, because he looked the same for as long as I can yeah, ever remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Norman Jewison, filmmaker. Yeah. He he made uh, Moonstruck, one of my favorite movies, Rollerball. Um, You've seen Rollerball? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. I knew you'd recognize that name. There were many, many others. Uh, Glynis Glyn- John, mother from yes. Mary Poppins. Yes, old as hell. Well, yes. Yes. Well, like 100, 101? Some, something like that. Something outrageous like that. But, you know, I people my age might remember her most, not from Mary Poppins, but from... Um, Superstar, the movie, the Mary Catherine Gallagher movie. Yes. Okay. Where yes. she plays Mary Catherine Gallagher's grandmother. Okay. And there's a part in that movie, and it's the only F word in the movie, because it's a PG-13 movie, and she's teaching these kids how to do this dance routine. And she says, when I do this, you do this. Or when I say this, you do this. When I say this, you do this. When I say boogity boogity, you boogity boogity. And someone's like, well, what does that mean? She's like, you better fucking figure it out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh and my I... Goodness. <laughs> First of all, to see an old person say that is hilarious. Right. And to see the mom from Mary Poppins say that, even <laughs> funnier. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my good heavens. That's funny. Oh, my. Well, the, there were a lot more than that, but those were the ones that I figured you would recognize. Yeah. And, uh, you know, make comment on. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's a lot. There's a, it's been a rough couple of years. Lots of famous people have passed. Yeah, but again, as Justin says, you know, we're at the age where all the people that we grew up with are, are going to die. And they're yeah. starting to die. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is true. 
you know, the older you get, the the closer you are to death. Yeah. So, yikes. Not a good thing. What? I'm just looking at him. <laughs> Look like you just so my one of the kittens just came up and and sat on the arm of my chair that and it was Jelly Bean and he usually doesn't sit by me. Yeah. He usually sits by mommy. Yeah. Mommy's got laundry mountain over here. That's all right. He doesn't mind laundry mountain. No. And he's letting me stroke his back, so I think that's pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. He's a good boy. He is. They all are. Yeah. But he usually doesn't come and sit beside me, so it's fun. Yeah. And we haven't seen our Ashmo. He's been. He is. He is. He's over here next oh, to Laundry Mountain. He's on the other side of Mom. Yeah. Taking a snoozer. Well, I folded. I Justin brought laundry out to the couch this morning while he was running around getting ready for work. And I got up and I folded it. And I, you know, I have two piles. I have a, I have a me pile and I have a Justin pile. Yep. And I, I got up later in the morning to do something. And I came back out into the living room. And Ashmo was laying on the Justin pile. And I was just like, so I sent a picture to Justin. I said, this is your son. Who knocked down the folded laundry. No, he didn't knock it down. He just oh. laid on top of it. Nice. So you didn't have to refold it all? No. That's nice. But I will have to rewash the sweatpants on top. Well, yeah. yeah. Because you can see that the piles aren't very tall. Mm-mm. They're just two of them. Just the right size for a kitten. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Reginald Manchego is not interested in the laundry. He's still on his last nerve. Oh, dear. So. Lily's on her last nerve, too. I know. I think it must be the weather. It has to be. She's been running around and hissing just at nothing. She's fighting with the boys. Oh. Yeah, she's usually not on the top spot. Usually Mr. Bean is on the top spot. Yeah, but if she goes up there, she likes to sit in that spot. Oh, okay. And if if you put cookies in there with her, she'll eat the cookies. Oh. But if you put cookies on the floor while the boys are on the floor, she won't eat the cookies. Because no. she knows the boys will nose her out of the way. No, she did not eat her cookies today. I finally gave them to either. the boys. I'm going to have to feed her when you leave. Yeah, try something different. Yeah, maybe she just didn't like that flavor. Yeah. Could be. Or she's a turkey. Maybe she's not hungry, but, you know, she's too little to be not hungry. Right. She's got a... Although she is starting to fill out a bit. Yeah. But not much. No, I think she's going to be petite. Always. Yeah. yeah. Always. Unlike your big bone little man here. <laughs> That's all right. He was always a big boy with those big legs. Yeah. So you turned me on to Roku TV, Roku Live TV. Oh, good. I found a Universal Monsters yes. channel that shows all sorts of like 50s and 60s horror. I've watched... <laughs> I've watched a few Hammer films. Oh, boy. I've watched a William Castle movie that I've never even heard of that I I didn't see the end of it, so now I'm trying to catch it, and it's on at weird times. 
Yeah, they are on at weird times. There is like um a menu thing, but it's hard to read and I don't really know how to get to the menu. You push the left arrow button. Okay. I just have sometimes arrived at it. Oh. You know? <laughs> so, still learning. I'm yeah. still learning. Push the left arrow button. Okay. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there that you might like. I found a Mystery Science channel and I watched I watched Puma Man last night. That was pretty sweet. I thought you watched Mystery Science Channel. We There's a Mystery Science app, and there's a Mystery Science Channel on Pluto. Oh. But there's also a Mystery Science Channel on Roku Live. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty sweet. I watch a lot of BBC stuff. Yeah, okay. So, I like I like that. And most of it's old. Yeah. Most of it's from the early 2000s. That's okay. I, I don't mind. I watch TV to be mindless. Yeah. Or it's just on. But some of these Hammer movies I've never seen before, so it's 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 a treat for me. Oh, my gosh. Cool. Yeah. Like, I never really got into, like, the, the werewolf movies and, um, like, the non, like, Dracula movies, uh-huh. non-Frankenstein movies. When I got up this morning, Dracula was on. Oh, cool. The original to black and white? Oh, I don't know. I did not turn it on. I just, you know, it says what's on underneath it when you go past it. Mm-hmm. And I saw that Dracula was on. So, who knows what it was. I watched Bride of Frankenstein last night. I watched Creature from the Black Lagoon the other day. Gosh, well, I'm glad I found something new. I I found something new for you. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I was pretty excited. I watched. I've watched some real stinkers, and I've watched some really cool movies. Well, you know, isn't that what it's all about? And there was one movie where Justin recognized the guy. He's just like Oliver Reed. He's just like, is is he like a prolific drunk? And I was just like, well, I don't know. He's a hammer guy. I I know that. And you know, he's a good looking guy. I can tell you that much. But you looked him up, yeah. Like the first picture you saw was a picture of him and Keith Moon next, to, standing next to each other. And I was just like, "Oh, okay." All You're right, hanging out with Keith Moon, you party, you party hard. It's clear now. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, that's funny. Yay! Then, yeah, I'm excited. My my endless TV watching has finally paid off for something. Yeah, I was stoked. Yeah. Must have to start watching something that's newer. Yeah. You know, in the 2000, 2010s, maybe. Did you watch your Ancient Aliens? I do. I do. And now um, Hulu has 20 seasons of it on for, you know, they didn't. I would watch some on one and some on the other. Oh, yeah. And now uh, Hulu has 20 seasons. Nice. I'm going to have to get back into it. But I, you know. That's, I, that's stuff I like to have on in the background, but it drives Justin bananas. So I don't have it on a lot. <laughs> you know, you know what? You can have anything on in the background. It's I've been watching a lot of the um, cake. cake uh, Great British Bake Off. Great British Bake Off. You know, every once in a while, I, I 
see a person on there that, you know, you know, you've seen, you've done this before. You see a person and you know you just don't like them. Oh, yeah. And lately, every one of them that they have showed is with somebody that I just don't like. I don't like that lady. I don't like that guy. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, I'm not even in the same country they're in, but I don't like them. Yeah. Hey, that's fair. I've been watching a lot of the old, uh, the old celebrity bake-off, so they're fun to watch. You know, they have all kind of weird people, and it's amazing that those people can bake. Yeah, I don't. But you know, think about it. Those people all have families. You know, how do those families eat? Somebody's got to bake or cook or something. I don't know. I just assume that like rich people don't do anything for themselves. Yeah, I get. Yeah, the other day Terry Hatcher was on the oh, okay the celebrity British baking show. Sure, she won. She made all kind of stuff. I thought, wow. That's interesting. Well, maybe she's just one of those homey people. Who knows? Maybe her forte is baking. Oh, okay. But yeah, I like to watch those. They're they're mindless. But yeah, my ancient aliens. You know, that's my favorite. <laughs> now we've come to that time in our show again where we should be talking about our next movie, but. These last few movies have just been so hard fought to to come to it, that it's been. just yeah I don't know we haven't talked about anything else no you'll know you'll know when we know yeah <laughs> posted on Facebook I like that theory yeah we haven't been and I remembered this this time to uh to put a note on Facebook what we were watching put the trailer on you know like well in advance did you I did okay. I think I put it up like Tuesday or Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. You must have because Val knew that we were watching this. Yeah. So it must have been up in plenty of time mm -hmm. that somebody saw that we were watching this. Yeah. And they were excited. Oh, Valerie was so excited. Yes. It was when she was talking about it, I thought, oh, my God, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> it definitely it definitely was a body horror movie that that body horror that yep yep yeah but it, you had to think about it the entire time you were watching it if you weren't paying attention yeah you couldn't keep up with it mm -hmm. even though it was a little slow at times right you still had to keep an eye on everybody to right make sure everybody was everybody correct correct Interesting. Well, I I wasn't as appalled as I thought I would be, but <laughs> it was pretty rough. It was rough. I had my eyes covered a lot. Yeah, and you know the that like the the half morphed corpses. Yeah. Oh, so crazy. Those were rough. Yeah, those were rough. But it was as I expected. It was what I expected. And I didn't, you know, I picked this movie based on, you know, the shitty weather we've been having here in town. And I didn't look to see if it was streaming anywhere. Um, 
And I thought about that at about nine o'clock this morning. Um, and I was just like, holy shit. I might have to buy this on goddamn Amazon. Fortunately, though, you looked in the right pile and there it was. Oh. Because it says it's on AMC Plus. And we all know that AMC Plus share, uh, shows edited for television movies. Wow. Oh, yes. We watched movie on there. Yeah, Con Air. Yes. And we're shocked. Yeah. So I would never watch another. I will never get AMC Plus to watch no. another movie from there ever again. Man, how could they have cut this up? It would have been about 15 minutes long. Right. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. Oh, well. I enjoyed well, it. Well, I don't know. I think they, they would have they would have left a lot of the the horror element in just because it was, you know, it's so 80s. Very. It, the, the makeup effects are so dated for now. But for that time, for the time period, they were creme de la creme like this was hot shit yeah makeup artist i was impressed (laughs) well whatever yeah i'm gonna have to see if that you can hear that in the microphones that little beeping cats have a toy that is like a -a whack-a-mole and uh boy it's loud look at her she's meerkatting she's meerkatting oh yeah (laughs) I can I can hear it in the part of my ear that's not covered. I can't hear it in the headphones. I guess that's what's throwing me off is because I'm hearing everything today. You're not hearing or you're hearing I'm one he- or the other. Right. 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 Oh, I wouldn't worry about it. That's, okay. That's the thing in the background <laughs> coming for you. It's coming for me. It's that head the clacking around the room. Yep. Oh, yes. That was weird. Yeah, it was really gross. Such things. Oh, yeah. well. Well, yeah. I think I think we've said enough about the thing. Yeah. All in all, a good watch. Absolutely. Meal, yep. subpar, but all right. Filled my belly. It wasn't good, though. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, me too. But it was tasted real good. Tasted good. Yeah. Tasted good. Yeah. Hey, you can't be on 100% every day, Alexis. And I can't even tell you what to do differently because you did everything correctly. Yeah. You know, how could you have made it better? I have absolutely no idea. Should I have, like, scored the potatoes? Oh, there's small. She used the fancy fingerling potatoes. Yeah. So we had fancy potatoes. And they still didn't all get cooked. So I don't, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Was the, did you have your temperature up high enough? I guess not because I put it at 350 because I didn't want to burn anything. I didn't, and I didn't want to like, because I left the onions real thin. I didn't want those to burn. 350 for an hour should have gotten potatoes. Carrots and meat done. Yeah. That should have all been done. Yeah, it wasn't. And it all tempted. 
you know, the potatoes, you poked through yep. the potatoes, the potatoes felt fine. The meat temped right. The, it didn't temp right, but it temped good enough. I had about three potatoes and they were okay. And then I had a couple of potatoes that were solid hard. Ugh. And then some of the carrots were tender crisp, like I like. I don't like carrots cooked that are mushy. Yeah. I like them to bite back a little. And then there were a couple of carrots that were like they weren't even in the oven at all. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I don't know. It tasted delicious. And even to reheat them, I put it in at the same temperature I cooked them at. Just to just to heat it up faster. And they still did it. Even double cooking, it didn't right. get all crazy. Right. And you left a bit. We, I was here for half hour, 45 minutes at least, one night. Yeah, about a half hour. So, I don't know. What, what I ate was delicious. And I'm going to take the rest of it home and reheat it up a little and eat it again. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it was fine. Sometimes you just don't hit the ace. That's all. Yeah. I'm sad about it. Yeah. Make another meal. It'll be delicious. Yeah. That's two nights in a row, though, that, like, it's just been off. Oh. Maybe don't cook tonight. Okay. I mean, I already cooked. Okay, just reheat. Okay. And tomorrow when you cook, just look at everything you're cooking, you know. I don't know. I don't know, but I hate it when you cook something, it smells good, it looks good, and then you bite into it and it's like, oh, this didn't taste very good. Yeah, that's the chicken I made last night. I was just like, oh, I put Onion and garlic and salt and pepper and Old Bay on it. It should have tasted awesome. Yeah. And my tummy, it was just like, I don't like this. Oh. Yeah. It, it, last night was a bad night for food. You know, I went looking for something to eat yesterday. Oh, yeah. Ended up with just a pizza. No. Oh. And it, it tasted fine, but it was far from what I wanted. Yeah. I did. I, you know, I only get small ones and I usually eat them like for dinner and then breakfast the next day. I didn't even have a pizza for breakfast this morning. Oh. I just wasn't, you know. Well, you know I'm kind of off pizza. Yes, I know you are. And and I kind of am too. But nothing, nothing was sounding good to me. And quick. You know, you can get a pizza in 25 minutes. Yeah. You know, and I just, oh, I'll just order a pizza. And it tasted fine. It was fine. Hmm. The sauce tasted really good. The the toppings, I just get a deluxe, so it's got all veg on it. And but it was just not what I wanted. Hmm. But I couldn't have told you what I wanted. No, and I hate that. Yeah, that is the worst. The worst. That's what Justin's always like, well, you don't ever throw any ideas out. I'm like, because I'm not. I'm never ever hungry for anything. I don't need anything. I I know that I need sustenance. Right. But like, I don't. I don't need anything. Nope. Nope. But when I get in the mood for something, I want that. You know, I want, like I was thinking about, I should have, I should have went and got that spaghetti mac. Yeah. That's what I should have went ahead and got. But would that have even satisfied me? I don't know. Have you ever had the chili mac at Paco's? It's pretty good. 
Um, I would think that that would be very much Paco flavor, and I don't know that Philly Mac and Paco flavor is what I would like. But they don't serve it on spaghetti. They serve it on the spätzle. Oh, my. I've never had that. Oh, it's really good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they put a, like a metric ton of cheese on it, though. You know, I, I can't do that anymore. Well, just tell them you don't want cheese. Yeah. I mean, it's good with a little bit. You, you just can't well, have the whole handful. Well, restaurants can't just put a little bit of something on it. Yeah. Could I have some cheese on the side? Like, <laughs> when I order pizza, because I am lactose intolerant, I I always, you know, like, listen, I want you to put so little cheese on this pizza that you question whether or not it's still pizza. Right. Like, um, I, I want you to think that you should be arrested for for scamming me <laughs> on this pizza. Right. Because I want so little cheese on it. And I still get, you know, a lot of cheese. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I ordered the deluxe. And they don't put that much cheese on the deluxe. Because there's so much other stuff on it. Yeah. But it had the right amount of cheese. And the crust was delicious as usual. I just, it wasn't what I wanted. Hmm. But I, I can't, even now, thinking, okay, what are you going to have for dinner tonight? You have your leftovers. But is that going to be enough? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Such things. Yeah. We always make it hard. Yeah. Everything's got to be hard. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, we did good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And we'll come up with something else. I got men at work posted, so. Boy, I'll have to listen to that. I'll have to listen to that. Yeah. Go check out our TikTok. It's ridiculous as usual. <laughs> yes, mother, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess on that note, keep an eye on Facebook and uh, you'll see what our next movie is. Alrighty. Sounds good. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.